Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Welcome to Deal. Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions! You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that, right? My approval ratings keep going up. Sorry to keep you waiting, complicated business. Welcome into Defeating the Curse. Week one is in the books. The Commanders off to a 1-0 start. One of us tonight is definitely drinking all of the Kool-Aid in Washington, D.C., and it's not me and it's not Razzle. If you've listened to this show even you know, in passing over the last couple of years, the last name you would ever expect me to say is all in on the Commanders after one week of football is Stevie, and he is all in. Let, let me tell you. I'm going to start the show here with a... Just a quick story, Razzle. L- last night, I'm on the treadmill. I'm huffing and puffing, you know, getting my uh, getting ready for a beach body 2023. And Stevie calls me and says, I'm all in on the commanders. Ron going for it on third and eight was amazing. Carson Wentz with the 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 sideline throw to Jahan and whatever and whatever. For like 15 minutes, this guy was in my ear just jocking everyone on the commanders. And I, I had to stop and just kind of reset myself. Talk, I mean, are you going to talk about me? Well, I'm, yeah, talk? I'm talking about you to Razzle here. So uh, Razzle, I mean, look, you, you think you think I'm on an island here, Stevie? You're the last one to, to usually come around to anything positive related to this team. It just caught me by surprise. That's all. That's all. I am all in on the commanders. <laughs> I am not in on your beach body 23. Okay. You're talking about who looked good on Sunday. Okay. Your beach body 23 is struggling. I, I mean, I got um, time. I got time. I mean, I don't think I'm the only one. I think every expert is is all in on these guys. I mean, what we saw. And you know what? It's all about the expectations game. They were expected to be a very poor team. They were expected to, to not be a good team. Well, including you. you. You had them being, you know, bottom 100%. three, four, five defense. Well, well, the defense was poor. Leaky. I was happy with the pass rush. I thought the pass rush stepped up. I think that linebacker core will be exposed on Sunday mm. by your fantasy guy, Joe DeAndre Swift. Yes. And I think the secondary struggled at times. I think obviously not having Cam Curl uh, was tough, but I think the, the, the Derek Foster or whatever, you know, stepped up and played well. But I think again, those bottom two levels of the defense struggled. I just couldn't believe what I saw from the offense. I just thought the explosiveness, the, the, the combinations, the routes, the trickery, the misdirections, the calls, the the accuracy on Carson Wentz's throws in the short to intermediate game, I thought made a huge difference. Hitting Antonio Gibson in stride on a couple third downs, getting the ball to Curtis Samuels in open space. I'm so that, surprised. That, I mean, this guy actually watched the, the game. Razzle, he watched the game. It's amazing. He watched the game. He's got look at he's going like play by play. Right, Can we slow down a bit? First off, it's week one. Second, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars who just came off one of the worst seasons ever. It had you know they had the first pick in in the draft this year. You know, I, I was impressed with Carson. I'm a Carson guy, but the, the problem is you're gonna you're gonna have the the highs are high with Carson and the lows are lows when he's throwing the ball to the defensive lineman. You know, twice. Okay, but twice. if he go, but Razzle, if he goes four and two, if he goes four touchdowns and two picks. You know, every single week you would take it, even if he goes three and two. It, you would take it. He's not going to throw four touchdowns again this season. What? Uh, you no. Think, you think it's a Come on, there's a sloppy no. hot take. 
I, I, Shake the rust I, off. That's a that's a bad on, one for four minutes. Put money on it. Yeah, I'll put money on. I mean, I had put money this past week on the Jack on Jack. I mean, I'll take that action too. He he will have at least two or three more of these razzle. There's too many weapons. There's too many weapons on this offense. That that's a crazy call for me. There's not enough of a run game. I mean, th- this has become a 65 percent pass offense. More in the Scott more. Jaguars. They, they, they ran. Oh, listen, listen. Jack, you, you, you can only play First of all, it's a Jaguar. It's not a Jaguar. I don't know what a Jaguar is. Okay, it's a Jaguar. But Let's but secondly, the, but secondly, hold on, hold on, hold on. They they came out and they, look, I mean, they, they didn't have an opportunity to beat the Bills, right? They were playing the Jags and they beat the Jags and that's it. But I will also say something I never thought I would say. Scott Turner called a great game. And this is the Scott Turner that I think we've been waiting to see uh, for years now, right? I mean, he's got a full complement of weapons, but you can also argue he had that in the past. So I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to give him too much credit, but seeing four stacked receivers or four, like that bunch formation that they ran, I mean, they, they ran sets with two, two tight ends and three receivers on that were all out, plus the wheel route from the backfield from, uh, I think it was Gibson who caught one like towards the, uh, in the red zone. So they were doing stuff that we haven't seen them do. And, and you got to think a lot of that has to, has to be, attributed to Carson and and you know his body of work in the league and I never bought the narrative that he was a bottom you know bottom half as far as starters go I mean this guy's comfortably middle of the pack but if you tell me he's gonna go for for you know 275 to 300 yards three touchdowns and two picks a week I'll take it you know like that that's a that's a huge improvement over what we've had and it that means I mean, he's putting people in position to, to make plays Razzle, you're, you're you're a student of the game I mean the play calling and the way they were able to use Curtis Samuels touched the ball more in those first three or four drives than I've seen him touch, you know, all of last season because he was hurt and stuff. But the the intentionality with mm-hmm. which they were able to get him the ball in space and let him make moves, I thought was amazing. The way they were getting Gibson on linebackers and and using that to their advantage. They didn't even use Scary Terry, you know, until the second and third quarter, you know, and he caught the touchdown pass. Same thing with McKissick. Beautiful, beautiful pass. pass. Not many quarterbacks best, in the league can make that pass. Uh, your best, boy RG3 was saying that. I, I'm not buying that. There's only five guys yeah, that can hit RG3 is nobody's boy. Is nobody's boy. That, that's my boy. Oh, it's it's Razzle's boy. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Ten, it, you know, 10 years ago, we were still we were celebrating RG3 years ago. in this town. Well, he did, he did a local radio hit, and that was the big soundbite that came out of it, right? Obviously, one is he still wants to play. He's keeping himself in shape. He's still lightning quick. Yes, yes. So yes. skating off. Yeah, you know, maybe the, maybe the Cowboys call, and we can talk about that in a little bit. But you know, his big soundbite was: "There's only five quarterbacks in the league that can make that throw," and and that's kind of that's baloney, man. Like, I mean, the, you, there's no way you're buying that. There's only five guys that can make a throw to the sideline like that. I mean, I, I could think of probably seven or eight. Uh, I mean, half the league can make that. Almost maybe every quarterback can make that throw. So it was just a nice soundbite. But it, it, the, the body of work was very impressive from Carson Wentz. The way well, he well, the second the, the second interception was atrocious, and and, and I think you gotta you gotta. I mean, he's gonna take some lumps, but you can't throw a forced Carson. shovel this, pass be in the inconsistent in the scrum season. like at the line of scrimmage. That's a it was bad situational football. It was a bad play call, and it was bad execution. I mean, and obviously resulted in a in a pick. I mean, what, in, in, what in quarterback the doesn't do that? I mean, we love Kirk. Kirk is 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 known for that. Awful fourth quarter interception. I mean, what what quarterbacks don't do that? Look at Kirk the NFC East guys. Kirk might be having an ah, MVP. Kirk, there it is. Look, look at overreaction week one. I <laughs> busted my balls about Jacksonville. I'm, I'm, look, I, you know me. I've never been a Kirk guy, but I don't know. Something might be going on up in Minnesota. They have a I, I think it's called coach. Justin Jefferson. I, I think that's yeah. what it's called. Well, it's also called no, that the, 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 the Bears are also the Bears are atrocious. 
we're, we're all rooting for the Lions, but I mean, they're they're the Lions. I mean, if they improve to six, seven, eight wins, they're, they're still not going to compete for a championship. And the Packers, you know, and I'll say this with a grain of salt, the Packers always start out slow. We were ready to bury them last year when they started. I think they had three points in their opener against the Saints last yep. year, and I was the one that was burying them. And they came out and they kind of adjusted and fixed it. The difference is that that team doesn't have a whole lot of offensive talent anymore. And 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 Aaron is already like a, a kind of a loose cannon. I, I think this is the beginning of the end for the Packers. I know I said the same thing, at, you know, going into week two last year, but the Vikings likely will run away with the the NFC North, and that'll position them in a. I mean, it, we'll do top five, low five. But if they if they've got home field through the playoffs, I, I don't know if anybody beats them, including the Rams. That's just just as yeah. well, well, that shows how weak the NFC is. There you go. Nah. The story, the the story of week one is how weak the NFC is. Like you said, the Bears are atrocious. They beat the San Francisco 49ers. <sighs> that whole game was a throwaway. Those okay. two quarterbacks, by the way, are are not they're not it for their respective franchises. I'm not I'm yeah, I'm out on I'm out on Lance. On I'm out. Trey Lance. Let's no, not dude. let's not uh no, 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 jump no. ahead right now. Yo, it, he's already got an MVP, but he, he won't uh, bury a guy. He already picked the twenty twenty three MVP. Look, you, you think if Garoppolo plays, if Garoppolo plays, do the 49ers win that game? The answer is yes. No, the answer is yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. No, it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It is. I'm just you know, saying, Elijah both of those teams, but those aren't the guys. Play. Elijah Mitchell got hurt. You just said it's a throwaway game, so we're not going to even, like, you know. Fine, fine. A, but if you, to, I think what the point you were starting to make is around the league, when you look at the NFC in general, it, it's more or less wide open. It's maybe the most wide open it's been in a while. The Bucks, the Bucks beat down a, a really bad Cowboys team, and the Cowboys look like they're, they're going to regress awful. a lot, a lot. I mean, Zeke already was looking bad. No Dak. I mean, there's that, – that, that's a bad They don't have team. the receiving core that they had last year. Well, on the so defense. That, no, but I, I, the, the the two teams that really surprised me from from the NFC are the Vikings and the Eagles. I know the Eagles kept the Lions into that game, but the Lions, the Eagles put up a lot of points. They put up Listen, like, I think at the end of the day, I agree with what you said, Razzle, from an impressive standpoint. I think you can't create a judgment or create a projection on who's going to be good after Week One. I think you can identify who's not going to be bad. So you can't be who's great not after one week. going to be bad. Not going so my point is the commanders, we don't know how good they're going to be, but we do know they're not going to be bad. Okay. I, I think, don't know I think the Lions, I think the Lions are not going to be bad. The Lions will not I be bad. I think the Saints, and you you, pooped, you poo-pooed on me last week, I put them in my, in my sleepy, uh, in that top five, top six position. They're not going to be bad. Jameis is a nutbag. With the craziest sound Jameis bites, is, the, honestly, the knees and the legs the and the wrists or whatever. I mean, he's a nutbag. But that team, when they turned it on, Michael Thomas, uh, they they can score in bunches, and that defense is is sneaky, sneaky good. Uh, and and they really haven't like you know unleashed Kamara. So they're to your point, Stevie. They're they're not going to be bad. Yeah, who is going to be bad is the Dallas Cowboys. And again, it just throws a wrench into the NFC and the NFC East. Now, are, are the Giants, was that smoke and mirrors, what, what they did against Tennessee? Is Saquon, you know, really what a, back what to a that? Game. What a game for him. But they, they get to pad their, I mean, they could be 4-0, right? They, they've, got, uh, they've got Browns, Lions, uh, Browns, Lions, Falcons, I think, or something like that, the next three. All NFC opponents, and uh, or, or two, two and one, but 
they, they could easily be in a 4-0 spot. And they're not a good team. I mean, they're not a good they're team, a good but their their record their record will indicate that they're good. But they're I don't I don't think they are. I think that defense is not is not good. I think they have a good coaching staff. I'm really impressed with Brian Dayball and and the calls that he was making. He was on top of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones threw that one interception in the red zone, and and Brian Dayball made him know like, look, you can't do stuff like this. It's not acceptable. So I I, I think the Giants are going to be. Closer to 500 and better than we thought they were going into the season. But look, but look at some of these other teams. You know, like we expected Cincinnati to look to continue kind of ascending the, from where they were last year, and maybe, maybe there was a little bit of a mirage factor with that team late in the year. Maybe there was a little bit of a little bit of you know late season magic. But you know, the Steelers, Steelers with Trubisky didn't didn't look all that good. I mean, yeah, but the Bengals would have won that game if they had a if they had a snapper. I mean that's what I mean okay. that's the difference. Excellent. So they did. Yeah, I mean, they, Burrow did. did not. They, they didn't look as great as they should have. But if they had a snap of that game, would have been you know over. They, they did enough before. to win the game. Yeah. The, Same yeah. thing with the Broncos last night, which I know Joe, you want to get into. I mean, I'd love to talk about that game. I'm. I'm. I don't know how I feel about Geno Smith. To be honest, I, I'm. I'm still surprised that he's. Don't write you know, him off. I mean, ain't gonna write, right oh, right back. What, what a great soundbite. I mean, what a great soundbite from him. Um, did you see the uh, the tushy squeezing? By the way, the the gif question is a little interesting, little interesting little side <laughs> hey, story. But they were everyone was happy to win. Hey, a, win right? a win's a win, right? I'm not, I'm not judging anybody. They don't win another game this season. They're not going to care. But the, but the story game. is the Broncos, right? I mean, they were able to move the ball. You get you can't you can't not you can't not score from the one yard line twice. Like you can't do that. And the clock management on the last drive. I mean, I know that's been a big headline today, but we've all played Madden. And we know when to call timeouts, and we know when when to like just go for a fourth and five when you have a six hundred million dollar quarterback. No, I mean the the Broncos were really disappointing last night. They threw that game away. But but Russell didn't look. I mean, did he look special? He looked too? good. He made yeah. making throws. I mean, there's I mean, a lot of dick I, I, and dunk. I listened to a lot of like the Peyton, the Peyton Eli. That's still a fantastic broadcast. Honestly, I love. I don't it. know why ESPN invested so much in Troy and 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 Buck. The Peyton and Eli. I I made. This, I tried to watch Buck and Aikman in the beginning. Pe- no, Peyton, give, Eli. Give, give me the brothers. There, no. there, no, no one compares to Peyton and Eli. But oh. but apparently they're, they're like they're taking they're taking weeks off. I don't, I don't know if you saw that. Like they're not they're not doing week two. They'll be back in week three. Yeah, and good for them. I mean they they can do whatever they want. But um, you know like Russell the point of, the reason I pivoted to that is you know Russell Colin Payton and want to you know they're, they're neighbors in Denver and they want to watch film together and all that stuff is fine. But you know Russell's gonna have to perform like he's gonna have to he's gonna have to play better than he did. Um, and that that division is so stacked, Razzle. I mean, where where are they going to find five divisional wins to be at the top of that heap? The Chiefs, you know, I I'll eat my words, man. Like I didn't I didn't think the Chiefs had another, you know, I didn't think Andy Reid had another, you know, retooling or or re envisioning an offense. But my goodness, man, Pat Pat Mahomes is he's amazing. He he, he that was just an all out destruction. Um, I mean, they they look like they were hitting on all cylinders, you know. Uh, well, what's that? Uh, the running back saying Clyde Edwards played. He played a great game, right? He played a complete game for the first time in a couple of years. I mean, they they looked really good. And you know, I know we're gonna get. Maybe we just jump into top five, low five boys. I don't know if you got your list, but I I didn't have the Chiefs in the top five. I got them at number two going into this week. I think they are. They, their defense can be average, and they will still end up being competitive for the duration of the season if they play the way yeah, they do. Yeah, and we don't know how bad Arizona 
really is going to be. That, that might be a little bit of a product of who they were playing, but I'm all in on the Chiefs this year. I think the way Patrick Mahomes know how to, knows how to use his weapons, no matter who he had, they they put in a number, another number ten in there. He looked like Tyreek out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I, but Tyreek looked good too. Miami looked good too, right? Miami. They always, for some reason, they have the Pats number. I mean, the Patriots struggle in Miami. It's very weird. But the Patriots, um, there's so much, I don't know what's going on over there. They're not going to be, they won't make the playoffs. Would here. you they believe me? Would you believe me if I told you that Tua is undefeated against Belichick? Yeah, 4-0. How amazing is that stat? 4-0. That's crazy. That's a crazy they stat. They made a couple great throws. I mean, that one touchdown to Jalen Waddle up the middle. Like, it was, I think that was a fourth down, too. By the way, the Waddle, the Waddle TD celebration is underrated. That's a it's a clever it's a clever uh, it's a clever thing. But I mean, let's do bottom five and then pivot to top five. Steve, you got your list? Probably uh, not. Yeah, I got, okay, I got okay, go, go find your list. Okay, okay, okay. Razzle, you got your list? I'm, I'm all right. coming up with it right now. Okay, yeah, I'll give you a second here. All right, Stevie, give me yours. Or I'll, I'll give you mine, then you give me yours. All right, and we'll we'll get Razzle in on the end. So no We're specific. Not, are we doing order? Uh, if you you want to do order, I have them. I have mine in order. I can do order. No, let's just just put put them out there. I don't care so much. All right, I'll give it. Give I'll me. give you five. Give me. You ready? Go. Ravens. In the bottom five. We're starting bottom five. I thought we were doing top five. No, we're going bottom five, guy. We're not paying attention, Stevie. Ah. We're going right, bottom five. Click doing? on the other tab. Kill I'm going I'm going first. All right, bottom five. No specific order. Bottom five. I've got the Bears as the worst team in the league. I've got the Jets tied with them. As the, I've got the, the Bears and the Jets tied as the worst teams in the league. Okay? The Bears might have the the Bears might be fielding the least competitive professional sports roster in the history of professional sports in the United States of America. Okay, so I got the Bears and the Jets at the absolute, absolute bottom. I've got the Seahawks, the Falcons, the Jags, and I'm torn between the Panthers and the Cowboys. I'm going to go Panthers for right now, but I really want to go Cowboys. I think the homer in me wants to put the Cowboys in there, but that's my mix of bottom five or six, give or take. Stevie, who you got in the bottom? I got the Jets as the worst team. There's nothing appealing about them. You're not on Flacco, Team uh, Flacco anymore. Um, still in the I got Crazy. Falcons. Okay. I think Mariota. Mariota. I can't be watching Mariota. Um, I think Baker's Panthers are bad. That was their Super Bowl, and they lost their Super Bowl. And then I'll go Texans. Texans. I don't want to put. Weren't, weren't that I don't want to put the Jags. I'll go Cowboys. Okay, Razzle. Who's you who getting the five? Bottom five. I definitely have to put the Texans in, even though they didn't lose, but they didn't win. Yeah, I, so. I don't know why you guys are you guys are sleeping on that offense. You, you put the Bears in. What do you mean? No, you put the Bears in. The Bears are they completed six passes. They they had less than a hundred pa- passes. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I'll put the Bears in there. I'll I'll give you that one, Joe. Um, let's see here. I wouldn't put New England down there. I, I, I think they, they don't have any weapons. When they had Devontae Parker, when was the last time Devontae Parker was on one of your fantasy teams? When he was like, a Dolphin. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Seahawks are kind of poopy, too. You know. But they're not worse than the Cowboys. I think I think Tennessee is in, in my bottom five, not because of the way they perform on Sunday. I think they're just, they're just going to have a really down year this year. They lost – the weapon, AJ Brown, Derrick Henry's not you know the same guy. He's got a lot of mileage on him, you know. So I'm not expecting a lot from Tennessee, you know. And then, I mean, you can make it you, maybe at Dallas. We'll see what happens if Dak comes back. 
what they look like. I mean, they might be in the running for first head coach fired this season with McCarthy. Um, so he should I be. Know. I mean, he, he he's been under he, the team is underperformed for several. They're underperformed, but I, my question is. How, if you are an NFL team, how do you not have a competent backup quarterback on your roster? Like, how Who's many their guys are they got? There? Uh, ben DiNucci, right? Yeah, Cooper Cooper Rush. Oh yeah, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. I mean, you got someone like Cam Newton out there who's a free agent. You don't think Cam Newton's a competent backup quarterback who can run that offense? Backup. I th- I don't think you can have him in your locker room. I think he's a problem everywhere he goes. You gonna tell me Kaepernick is a good solution now? I'm not, it, I was uh, about to, I of course you, of course you were. No. Of course you were. Just you playing the hits, baby. Play the hits. You think they couldn't have called the Niners before? The- yeah, that's a that's a good move. They should they should make a trade for Jimmy G. That's an upgrade actually for them, a considerable one. They should. Yeah, they that, were like just it just knowing Dak's injury history. It just like I they had Andy Dolan. They didn't keep him. I don't know. Is Andy Dolan still in the league? Uh, uh, and so. the bet would have been a decent backup quarterback. The point is, they weren't prepared. I, yeah, I'm they weren't prepared. prepared. But even when Dak was in there, they looked bad. They looked bad. They looked bad. He couldn't get the ball to no, see. I mean, no, they have Zeke. offensive line issues. They're missing a lot of their weapons from last year, and they. But Zeke, know. Zeke, are we done with Zeke being a, a, no, a top done. twenty? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, you saw where he was falling in fantasy drafts this year. I mean, Tony Pollard might have been a better pick, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a better pick than picking Zeke. No, the Cowboys. I mean, it, 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 let's see who are they playing this week. Let me look at the schedule real quick. Well, while you do that, let's go top five, Stevie. Let's go the other way. I know you you wanted to sneak right. the Ravens in there, and I'm interested to hear why. Because your boy, your boy Lamar, completely tone deaf. Not not not. Uh, I mean, tone deaf is the only word I can think of. Doing an airplane celebration in New York on 9/11 after scoring oh, a touchdown. S- Stop it. Come on, man. Come uh, Such poor taste. What are the, 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 what are it's a little bit more dynamic. But go ahead, Steve. You got the Ravens, which I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I, I thought uh, Lamar looked great as a passer. I think we know what he can do as a runner. I think uh, three touchdowns. I love that new kid, uh, Duvernay or Duvernay, yep, Duvernay. Or Duvernay or whatever. I thought he played great. And then Did you pick him up for your fantasy team yet? Waivers go in, baby. Tuesday is admitted. I know Joe's got like a lot of working dollars on him. Well, Joe, one of us smoked the other one here on this call, uh, you know, to continue the All streak. All right, let me so. get back to my top five. Yeah, come on, ahead. come on. Um, Ravens, Vikings, Chargers, yep. Chiefs, Bills. Now, really what I was – what that says is the Vikings are the best team in the NFC because every other team is AFC. So take take that as you wish. But, um, yeah, those are my top five. Okay, Razzle, I can't. Argue, I can't really argue with that. That might be the same for me. Uh, my, mine's a little different. Um, I, I think we're. All, I think we're all in on the Bills. I think Bills are. You know, they're going to be number one no matter what. So um, across the board, right? So I, I got the Bills also. Well, let me give them to you backwards, Joe. Um, I've got the Saints at six outside looking in. Oh come on! They they're, just, they're good. They, they they're should good, have Joe. lost that game. They're, well, they didn't. 
So they I, I, they right? and they came back, they, they and, okay. and and your boy James Jameis uh, played a complete game. Gonna be pain, baby. Gonna be pain. Yeah, but I mean the the thing with the I mean he deserves he deserves a nomination just because of the elbows and the yeah I mean come on come on so I got the Saints on the outside looking in that's a homer pick I'll give you that fine give it to me that's six I I like the Vikings at five I think they are a complete team I think Kirk has a full complement of weapons his second best receiver is a guy who was arguably the best receiver in the league a couple years ago and Adam Thielen. And Jefferson looks like a monster. They've got two running backs that can that can do work. And the defense is gonna it's opportunistic. They're not amazing, but they're opportunistic. So I like they them. Skill players. They added the Darius Smith this offseason. They still have like Patrick Peterson in the secondary. Yes. So I, I like them in that. They got a big win against a division rival. I mean, it's a bit like you know, some wins count more than others in the standings, and this is one of them. Yes. I, I yes. After that, you know, I, I like this one hurts a little bit. I, the Eagles, the Eagles just look like a juggernaut, man. I mean, they can run the ball, they can throw the ball, they can they they can play defense. I know you're not a Jalen Hurts guy. I'm not. I I'm know, not. I, I mean, know. it's tough. That that's really tough for me. But I I just see them as a complete team. And yes, they gave up a ton of points to to the Lions, but the Lions actually have. But, the Lions, like they would get up by like seventeen. Or but like, the Lions can. But the Lions are are actually a pretty potent offense in their own right, right? They're just, it's again, just another leaky defense. And that's, and I think that's one of those things that, that Stevie kind of brought up, right? Like the commanders are good enough offensively to be in every game. Like all the defenses around the league with the exception of maybe, maybe one or two are pretty much the same. They're going to give up anywhere between 20 and 30 points. So can you consistently get those offensive points, you know, the, the, the offensive drives, the consistency sustain and score. And, and I just, the Eagles are, Eagles are pretty scary. I mean, that I'll leave it at that. I got the Chargers sliding in at three. I like that way that team is constructed as well. Now they did they did have a couple injury setbacks and such, but they've got they they've got it all. Not playing on Thursday. Yeah, that, this is true, and and they've got a good test against my second ranked team, which is the Chiefs. But can um, I can I take a pause there on the Chargers? Look, I, I I like Justin Herbert. I think they have all the pieces on paper. There's a lot. There, were, I mean, going into week one, there was a lot of preseason hype. There, I, I was going and looking at different websites, seeing what the Super Bowl predictions. Look, remember the Chargers didn't make the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not, I know there was oh, a big, the tie like, game, the the, the Raiders the Sunday night uh, yeah, yeah, Raiders yeah. game, the fiasco, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't make the playoffs, and so we're going from a team that didn't make the playoffs, and now we're riding them into the Super Bowl. Like, I, I think the Raiders played a good game against them. You know, there was a couple, you know, missed opportunities there. I, I like the Chargers, but I'm trying to – I want to slow down the hype train a, a bit in, the, in people who are penciling them in you know, to make the Super Bowl. You like the Eagles over the Chargers? Like the Vikings over? Maybe maybe I would shuffle my list here on the fly. Maybe move them down. Is, is that, is that, maybe. I would pick the Chargers ahead of both of those. The only things that I think the Eagles and the Vikings have – Going for them is that they're just in the week of conference. I mean, they're not like neither of those teams are playing the Chiefs twice. They're not playing the Raiders twice. They're not playing the Broncos twice. You know. Yeah, so, that, that's that's a that's a terrible division. Yeah, to I mean, it's a of, tough but, schedule. Yeah, but that being said, the Chiefs, I, I like them at number two. I, I think the only thing that separates them from the Bills is the Bills just have a tenacity that. They, they just play Bills a different. Are like hungry, you know. Yeah. They just got this, and the like, defense. The defense is elite. The defense. Yeah. They had one. They had one need defensively, uh, which was a middle linebacker that could, that can go east and west, right? And not so much get pressure, 
but just cover these, you know, the, the dink and dunk stuff out of the backfield and some of the tight end stuff over the middle. And and Von Miller is that guy. I mean, I mean Von what, Miller looked like he he going to the game. We thought he was forty five, and he looked like he was a like he looked first he year, looked great. Like, and because that front that front you know three four rotation in in uh, in Buffalo is so good, he doesn't have to blitz a whole lot. And because the secondary is so strong, he doesn't have to fall back a lot. He's in a perfect spot. He's he's actually. I mean, this is a bad analogy, but it's London Fletcher when he came to the yeah. to the skins back in the day. Like he didn't have to do much except clog the middle and just be there to make a zillion tackles, which is what he's going to do. So, I mean, the the Bills just such a good, complete defense, and what a just an absolute beatdown of the Rams. It, you know, it's um, the Rams actually a little embarrassing to me. You know, as far as like the a little bit of a hangover. It took a lot for them to get to where they were last year. So, but like Beckham on the is, sideline, and you know, like I love the Rock, but like, why is the Rock out there again? Like, that, it was, that's it an was, NBC thing. That's I know, that's but it was NFL embarrassing the first time. Like, why, why are we doing it again? Like, I, I just no, didn't you care for it. You know? I mean, those biceps. Oh, come people, on. I, I understand. I understand, Razzle, but like you people, people the in the, I, but, but people, people there didn't. They didn't care. You know, like well, nobody in LA cares about football. They have two teams. I know, teams but they, cares. but they also don't care about celebrity. Apparently, right? Like they didn't. Yeah. It just didn't move the needle, right? And this is a guy that's launching his own football league in in six months from now, right? So, yeah. like, there's I I get it. There's some synergy. There's some. We got to get them on the topic on the on the on the, the defenders. Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So anyway, I got I got Chiefs at two. I got Bills at one, and and I think the delta between the Bills and the Chiefs is pretty significant. And I think the delta between the Chiefs and everyone else. Is pretty significant, and I think you know once you get past like the seven eight, like you look at a team like Miami is sneaky good. I think I think the defensively they're going to be in every game, and if Tua can get one or two you know thirty yard passes to you know to 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 uh, to Hill who can turn them into fifty or sixty yard touchdowns, I think that team might might be might be pretty sneaky good. And and you know you you were picking on the Titans. They didn't look good. I mean they they certainly have. Um, they have gaps at receiver, right? I mean, they're they're not going to be what they were last year. Even no, though they, they went from Julio and AJ Brown to uh, uh, coming off an injury, Robert Woods, and I don't even know who else. Yeah, but 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 Derrick Henry also took some hits and and like yeah. wasn't dishing it out. But Tannehill maybe regresses a little bit as well. I'm, that defense isn't going to be a studly either. So like I, I see them regressing. And the big question mark for me is. You know, when you look at the NFC East in particular, I think it's a very interesting division. I think the Cowboys are, are not going to be as good as they as we thought they were. I think the Eagles are going to be better than we thought they were. And the Commanders, you know, just to go back to the Commanders for a second here, Razzle, I mean, they, they have areas to improve that would make considerable difference. You know, they have it. I mean, they have a soft schedule. I mean, there's a lot of winnable games after it's week one. It's all going to come it. down to the consist- consistency of Carson Wentz. That's okay, it. but what do you what do you need out of him to beat? You know, look at look at week two. Let, let's talk about the, this matchup with the Lions. Okay, the Lions are going to probably have 150 to 180 yards rushing against the against the Commanders, and and Golf probably is going to throw 200 for two touchdowns and maybe maybe two picks. I mean, if he throws a couple, dig Golf throws a couple dink and dunks to DeAndre Smith in the open. Um, you know, Jamal Williams had a pretty good game running the ball. Yeah, against yeah, two, yeah, yeah. He vultured two touchdowns from Swift. They're going to score some points. They're going to score some points, and they're going to keep a game tight. You know, and, and at the end of the day, like... But the you, Commanders like, have something that the Lions don't, and most other teams do. They, they have three legitimate wide receivers 
that, you know, if, if week one is any indication that can run routes, get separation and make catches. Right. And, and I, I think we haven't had that here in a long time. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to go back to maybe what? Pierre and Deshaun. Yeah. Who was the third in that, uh, in that mess? In that, no. I'd have to go back and think about it a little bit. Yeah. Was that Doxon? I don't think so. Doxon never made it, made a, they had the Leonard Hankerson, Hankerson and Andre Roberts. And there's a yeah. whole cast of guys that were around, I guess, but yeah, I mean, to your, yes, I, I think I think when people look at the the commanders as they prepare for them defensively, how do you like? I feel like Scott Turner came out and I mean they didn't the first nine plays of the game or, or ten plays of the game were were pass plays, and six of them were targeting Curtis. I think that was a point of emphasis. I think they wanted to make it understood that he may not be the number one receiver, but he's going to get a ton of targets and they're going to use him in different in different ways. And what that did is it opened up things like the wheel route for for Gibby from the back uh, from the backfield. It opened up things for Jahan, um, you know, stretching the field a little bit and ultimately Terry got in the end zone as well. So you, you've got three legitimate pass catching options. No one else in the division has that. With Logan Thomas, you know, I know he's coming off the injury, yes. but he's still he's still before he got injured last year was still prominent, you know, force in the middle. Yeah. So I mean, what? How do you? What? what do you, which? Which pass catch, catching option do you take away? Right. Like, and how do you do it? Like, you're gonna play zone. Then the hope is that they can dink and dunk you, you know, into. But if, if it all goes back, you can have all the weapons in the world. But if the line it plays consistent, has to play consistent, which this line is suspect. Mm-hmm. And Carson, you know, like he, you're gonna you're gonna live and die by you know he's gonna throw you those three touchdowns, but he's gonna throw you that you know that one pick, and his picks aren't like you know all picks aren't created equally. You know when he's throwing a pick to a defensive lineman who's running down the field and you know getting close to the end zone, or he's throwing a pick six because he's he's a little bit overconfident. You know, Not, I mean the second pick was bad. The second yeah. pick was back. And, and, you know, right. Russell, you go back to his career. I mean, look what happened last year in Indianapolis. I mean, he must have had money on the game with the Jaguars or else, like, why else would he perform that way? Like, he was just, like, he, they, last year in Indianapolis, he had such a talented team. They had the number one running back in the league. They had multiple receivers. But at the end of the day, like, he, he was the reason why they didn't make it to the playoffs, you know? So the reason they traded him, it's the reason they, they were ready to move on. Right. But, but to be fair, but to be fair, and and this is, I think if you look at the quarterback play across the league, he played, he played better than the vast majority of of starting quarterbacks and Matt Ryan, who you would on paper think is an upgrade over Wentz. He played pretty, pretty mediocre. Boy, he he had four interceptions, I think, right? Four picks. I, I didn't see the stat line. I just know he was playing pretty mean yeah. for three quarters. And then they like woke up in the fourth quarter and were able to put up 20 points quickly. Yeah. Look, yeah. I, Carson Wentz, he almost had it. He had an MVP season that he got hurt in the year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, like, yeah. He was legitimately an MVP finalist. He, he, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. If he didn't get hurt, he probably would have won the MVP this year. I don't remember who ended up winning it. They ended up winning the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. He's got the talent. And he's got, and it's if this coaching staff also can put him in a place to be successful, you know, we could be contending for a wild card. Yeah, I mean, I assume you believe the Eagles will run away with the division. Yeah, today if I would have put a bet, I'd put a bet in on the Eagles. Yeah, I would too. I would too. But I think the Commanders are. So last week when we did our 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 show playoff, uh, or sorry, our show win picks. You know, we went line by line quickly through it, and I, I ended up on eleven wins, which is probably too many. 
I know, I know, I know. But but I mean, I tried to be a little bit more reasonable and measured. FP had them winning nine, and Stevie had them winning seven. Where where? How many games do you have them winning this season? And and obviously, you can handicap based on the week one performance. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm gonna. It's a seven to nine range. You know, I think the best case scenario we're nine and eight, and we're somehow in you know in the mathematical um, in the mix in the mix, and then. And then, it, you know, six to seven wins is, is probably a worst case scenario. You know, we have an easy schedule. So, you know, we're going to be, playing, I think we're playing the, uh, we're playing the AFC South. So we're playing Indianapolis. We're playing Houston. Mm-hmm. We're playing, we played Jacksonville already. And then we'll be playing Tennessee. So that, that's an easy division. I don't know what division we're playing in the NFC. Um, I'll have to look that up. I mean, I got them generally. I, I feel like they can win. If they win the games they're supposed to win, they're gonna they're gonna end up with ten wins, right? I mean, if yep. it just if this is just a a paper exercise, but we'll see. I mean, after week one, it's encouraging. It's, it's always better for us, obviously, as you know, DC natives. Like it's it's we want the team to win. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people locally in the media don't want the team to win. We want the team to win. I think it's it's more fun to talk about them when when you can do it from a, a winning vantage point, but. um you know, going into week two, kind of, you know, give me, give me two things that you're looking for as they, they go to Detroit. Um, you know, for me, I'm looking for Wentz to minimize mistakes, yeah, but stay aggressive. And, and I, I think I need to see, I think for the team to win, he's going to need to be 300 plus passing yards. He's going to need three, at least three touchdowns through the air. I think Gibby's going to have to find the end zone at least once or someone is going to have to find it once on the end zone. So I'm, I'm looking at a, at a high scoring game because both of these defenses are average at best. Uh, but the two things that I'm looking for, I'm looking for for Wentz to to throw one pick or less, basically, and I'm looking to see what happens with Jamin Davis. I mean, he's gonna, I'm gonna keep beating this drum. I mean, he yeah. he is the weakest link, um, and I, I hate to pick on one guy in particular, but you know, the linebacking core is the worst part of this defense, and he is the worst of the linebackers. So, um, you know, Ron keeps saying he's gonna improve, and he's just gotta fix his angles and blah blah blah. But like, you know, we're 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 in season two now. Like, if you don't got it now, if you haven't figured it out with two off seasons of prep, I, I don't know if you. I don't know if you got it. So I don't know. Those are the two things I'm watching. What are you watching? No, I mean, I, I, I'm probably going to be like a broken record here. I'm just looking for co- the consistent play. I want to see Scott Turner put together. I mean, he, he's had the whole off season to put together this game plan. You know, prepare for the Jags, uh, knowing what he was going to get. You know, let's see what he's able to do. The Lions are an up and coming team. I want to see consistent play on the offensive line and from the quarterback and from the game plan. And I think if we see a little bit, you know, more or less of what we saw on Sunday, I, I think it will be a close game. I think we can pull out the victory. You know, I'm, I'm not sleeping on the lines. It's in Detroit, you know, uh, so it's going to be a little bit of that. I believe the last time we went to Detroit, we lost at, I think it was a uh, last second field goal, if I'm not mistaken. I think Stafford took yeah. him the length of the field. Uh, when Stafford was with the Lions, and they we ended up losing at the gun. So I mean, this feels like a nineteen sixteen game. You know, either way, um, <laughs> I don't think so, Joe. I don't think I, these I, defenses got no way, man. I, who's I, who's I, gonna keep? Who's gonna stop Swift and Charles and uh, uh, and uh, what's that? What's the receiver's name? I fell in love with him during the Hard Knocks. Amon Saint Saint Ramon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amon Ra- and Brown. they have the rookie Amon guy, Ra- Jameson Williams. I don't know if he's playing yet, if he's hurt or not. Yeah, but but on the flip side, between Terry and and Jahan and Curtis 
and Gibby, I mean, there, there's there's a lot of, I don't know. I, I see it as a little bit high, more high scoring. But listen, I'll, I'll take a win regardless of what the score is. So um, I think last year in week two, it was the Giants in FedEx, and it was the uh, the Miracle Taylor corner throw touchdown thing, and then the, the followed it up, I think, with the field goal at the gun. So, um, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll take, you know, last year one and one to start. It will, we would love, love to start two and oh. Any final thoughts, Joe, before we put a bow on the show? No, I'm just happy football's back. You know, this week's an interesting week in week two. We got the first Amazon game on Thursday night. Oh, yeah, we get Fitzpatrick. That's right. Yeah, we get Fitzpatrick. We get Al and Kirk Herbstreit and who else they're, they're bringing together. So that'll be interesting. We have a doubleheader. We have a bat, not a doubleheader. It's actually two Monday night games. One, mm-hmm. a little, a staggered starts. One's at 715, one's at eight. We'll get. Vikings and Eagles. We'll see who wants to take an early lead on the NFC crowd. Absolutely great matchup. I think yeah. that's the one that I'm really most excited to see. Because we it's, get that on Monday night, and it's yeah. not a late game. It's not one of those like 10:30 kickoff games that we get sometimes here on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm excited. We'll see. We'll see. We haven't talked about. We didn't mention Tampa much. I know they. We mentioned them a little bit, but they looked average. They looked average, and you know, it's it's a it's a new coaching. It's it's a new coach, same staff. Um, but you know, we can't sleep on the Bucks yet. You know, it's Brady. And no matter, even if it's forty-five-year-old Brady, oh, Brady who, who, and Evans who, and Fournette and and your boy Julio, Julio, yeah. I mean, if they, if they need him to run a seven, uh, like a six or seven yard out, catch the ball and fall down, he can do it's that. Automatic. Yeah, he can do that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm saying we didn't mention them in this whole conversation, and as much as I hate saying this. We can't count them out yet, even though they look, even though they only put up 19 points on a, on an average Dallas team. You know, Dallas has a good defense and Micah Parsons, but I, I I I'm I'm anxious to see they're playing the Saints, your team, and we know how Brady and the Saints uh, always go. So that's something I'm looking forward to seeing. You know, and getting a little bit more um, of these wild of these uh, you know week one overreactions, trying to get a little bit more. Yeah, I mean the Bengals. Some of these teams that were expected to win, the Bengals, the Packers, the Rams. Like, I mean the Rams are. I mean if you're looking for an early lock, the, the Rams should beat the Falcons by a hundred points. Should we take the over on that one? I think you should take the over, and you should take the spread. What whatever it is, they're gonna. I mean, the Rams after that embarrassing you know, start to their season, they, they're going to, this is a statement game. They, they have to win by a zillion points, you know, and, the, and frankly, the Falcons can't stop anybody. And, you know, Cordell Patterson is having, there's a renaissance in his career, the, the running back slash whatever back, he is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like yeah, well, he, he he's fine, but numbers. No, I, I understand, but they, they shouldn't be, it should not be a competitive game, but we'll see. Like you said, football's back. It's, it's exciting, and I'm I'm excited to see how Fitz does on the broadcast as well. I know locally here he was uh, he was making the rounds. Is he locally. a sideline report? What is he doing for? I think Amazon? he's I think he's in the booth. I think he's the third chair. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's similar to the old M and F setup. Night. Yeah, yeah. Where they had three in the box. So yeah, um, yeah. We'll see, or maybe they put him on the sideline like Booger with uh, with ESPN. Who knows? We'll see. Anyway, thank you for making right. time, Razzle. Uh, of course, Joe. Thanks. It's good to be back. Thanks for having me back. Yes, football. I'll be here all back. season. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're looking forward to it. Weekly recap shows on Tuesday featuring Razzle. Put it in your calendar right now. Top Done. five, low five, and a recap of the Commanders game. It's uh, Done. It's a staple moving forward. But um, my name is Joe. His name is Razzle. Stevie was here for the first half of the show. If you missed any part of it, you can always play it back. YouTube, Facebook, 
Uh, Twitter has the video. You can find the show on Spotify, on Apple iTunes, on Google Play. Uh, you can tell Alexa to play DTC, and that will work too. So if you want to listen to more of our content, you're more than welcome to. Of course, we would love to have you engage with us at any time as well at DTC on Facebook and on Twitter. Until next time, my name is Joe. This is Defeating the Curse. Let's go Commanders. 1-0 to start the season. Looking forward to see if they can go 2-0. Football is back. Best, best time of the year. Until next time, we are done. Thank you so much for checking out the show. We will see you soon.